everybody. Welcome to Canna Corner. My name is Canna Steyer, and it is 8 p.m., and we get this started every Monday. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go on because Facebook already knows all this and uh, talk about the Texas Hemp Convention. Like I said, we'll be doing several reviews on Facebook. This water was pretty badass. Um, and so stay tuned for that. Also, we had two walks um, on uh, this weekend, Saturday. We had one at Burleson Police Department, and we had one in Austin at Lake Travis Smoke Shop. And both of those were our two-year celebrations uh, kind of walks. Um, we've been going strong for two years now, and we wanted to find out some way to celebrate it and get as many people involved as possible. So we had them in two separate areas this time so we could get lots going. And Mandy and Loretta set up that one, and Low Fuzz came out. Um, we wanted to thank him so much um, and played him and his band. Um, also, we wanted to thank Lake Travis Smoke Shop for, again, um, lending us your area and space so that we could have this event. I know they made signs, and they had a walk, and they did they did great. Also, um, in Burleson, we were out with 420 Den, and I wanted to thank him and his uh, family, his son, for coming out and joining us, and everybody, Dan, Janet, everybody that came out um, and helped us support our uh and show support and celebrate our two-year anniversary. So we want to thank all of y'all. They were both a hit. We we had a great time at both the events, and pictures will be coming soon. Some of them already got started on the wall, so y'all just stay tuned, and I know videos and stuff. So y'all go check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, also, we have a 420 train event coming up this weekend on the 8th, y'all. Um, Dan and Janet will meet up at the Centerport TRE uh, Center Center Rail Station. They meet there at 3 p.m., and they get on, they sit there and chill for a while, and then they get on the train at 420 and head out to Dallas. And in Dallas, um, last time they went to Victory Park and walked out there for a while and held some signs and flags and then walked back to the train and went back to Fort Worth. It was pretty exciting and cool. I was going to try to get to go to this one, but I don't think I'm going to be able to because we also have the Paul Wall um, event going on, and that's going to be at Lola's Trailer Park on the 8th as well. That, I believe, starts at 8. So they're both on the event pages. Um, go and check it out for more details on that. So I think that is all I needed to talk about to get it started um i'm gonna go ahead and get mandy and everyone on here hey love what's up how are y'all doing can you hear me i can hear you awesome can awesome yes yeah. hey loretta love how you doing doesn't say she's muted. Sorry, I'm just trying to make sure everybody hears us before we start. She hasn't turned on her video yet. Hey, Mandy. She hasn't gotcha. turned on her video yet. Loretta, sweetie, if you can hear me, can you go down to the bottom of your screen? If you touch it, it'll be a video thing, and you touch that. My phone is just going, or my computer is just going off like crazy. Here we go. <laughs> you can hear ding, 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 ding. <laughs> 
Heck yeah. Okay. So we're waiting on them. I just wanted to go ahead and I'll go ahead and talk with you right now uh, about the Austin event that you just had, the two-year celebration. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about that and how it went and the party afterwards and all that. Uh, we had a great time, uh, first of all. <laughs> uh, Low Fuzz and his gang showed up, and they played some amazing music for us. Um, we had a drawing for a hint backpack, and we were able to give some of the prizes um, that were won um, for when we did our bags for the homeless. Um, we had people that won um, different prizes for that, so we were able to give a little back like, yeah. away to the people that it went to. So that was fun. Um, and then we made some beautiful signs. And then we got out in front of traffic at a smoke shop, and we did us a little able to give a little of that and, away yeah, to the, edu- educating the people as they drove by. Awesome! That sounds like a blast. That sounds was. like a lot of fun. I love low fuzz. And the weather was just beautiful. It was, yeah. wasn't it? I'm glad that storm held off until I think there's a winter storm Me coming. <laughs> I'm like, oh great! Well, tomorrow it's supposed to get so cold. Right. And Sarah was also there with the radio. Yes, Sarah. Really great, also. Yeah, she's um, a great. Jumping on board with us. She's great. I just talked to her today, and I believe she's supposed to come over tomorrow at one, and we're gonna have a sit down, and we're gonna uh, learn how to do Pixlr together and stuff. So it's gonna be oh, fun. fun. Yes, I told her That's I would. That's a really great part of part how we all team up and teach each other. Right, so right, fun. and it's it's awesome. It's amazing. We get a great. We got a great group of families, and we all learn off of each other. Um, and we all teach each other. It's just, it, I love it. It's amazing. It's a get making, making the world stronger, a stronger place when you get people united for change, because you're going to make a change. You're going to make a difference when we unite together. I agree. It will take all of us. They can beat one of us, but they can't beat all of us. And so as, um, as much as we can team together and work this, um, I think the farther we'll go, and I think together there is just really nothing that can stop us as a united front. And especially because so many people are fighting for loving reasons, like they're really we're well, trying to heal our families, so trying to heal the earth. Um, and like, we, we just want a better world. And right. uh, freeing cannabis is one step to that. I totally agree. I totally agree. There's a lot of things that need to be changed um, in this world. And cannabis actually connects with so much, like, different human rights, like recycling, you can use hemp, and uh, senior citizen rights. You know, they're, they're sick, they're elderly, they need, they need the CBD and THC for their body. And then you got your veterans' rights, and they need it for their PTSD. And so it all kind of goes out into all those different human rights areas, which is uh, amazing that uh, – we can actually touch in all those different areas. You know what I mean? If we fix this plant and we get this plant rate legal, think of how many lives and different people will get changed from it. It's amazing. It's endless. It's endless. I mean, the more you become an activist and the more you talk to people, the more you realize just how many people this touches from their health to the incarcerated um, to stripping parts of neighborhoods because the cops are able to come in and hurt that area more. I am learning so much on so many different levels. Right, right. Yeah, um, me too, girl. So down to um, our earth and hemp and how hemp can put, clean our, the earth. Yes. That is 
something that fascinates me is how it can pull the toxins out of the ground. Right, and not and only I do that, but I believe it leaves much. it leaves nutrition behind. It not only pulls it, but it also, and that's just it's it's like God obviously made this plant for a reason because I don't know of very many other plants that can do that. If there are, we yeah. should figure out what they are because we need to grow more of them too. <laughs> Heck yeah, we got Loretta on here now. I see her up there. Can you hear us? Yes. Awesome. Hey, love, how are you doing? I know you haven't been feeling good today. Yeah, I have a little bit of a headache, so I'm just going to try and miss it mostly, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hope your headache gets better. Yeah, it'll get better. Did you have a good event this week, this weekend? No, I loved it. I had so much fun. Um, everybody I got to meet, it was such a blessing. Everybody was awesome. So it was a really great event. I loved our little sidewalk walk. It was, um, it was the best, probably one of the best, my favorite walks because Aww. it was so tiny. We had this one little sidewalk that was about, I don't know, 20 feet long. <laughs> and that was all we had. Hell yeah. To our walk there. So it was really interesting and humbling to be there. Oh yeah. Funny. I bet y'all had so much fun. It's so fun when you get out there together with your family and, and get people. Yeah. And like Travis Heck yeah. <laughs> Barbecue is the product. <laughs> so I'm going to land 
I'll definitely <laughs> definitely have to check that place out for sure. Hey, I see Jacory's back. So we, I, hey, Jacory, oh, how are you doing? Can you hear me? I can hear that. Awesome. Cool, cool. How are you doing today? Okay. How you guys doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, you are with the Texas Music Ranch, right? I want you to introduce yourself because to the COCW family, a lot of them don't know who you are. I'm the band coordinator and the festival coordinator at the Texas Music Ranch. I work. Extensively with festivals <laughs> for the majority of my career. Um, I've done a lot of activist stuff with a lot of great groups. Um, you Google my name, you'll get a, you know, to benefit the Walk for Change. We actually, that came to the ranch last year, they bike from San Antonio to Austin every 420. So I'm, I'm very excited about this thing, you know, I'm trying to find the people that that are uh, excited for it as well. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your ranch and what y'all, I know y'all do a lot for the community. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the you know, five acres, it's a campground. Um, we've offered many musicians to live here. Uh, just until they can get back home. Many of them stay uh, stay on here to further the, the production of the Texas Music Ranch. Uh, but a lot of them, you know, go back to their, you know, places of uh, um, We do this all year round, but majority of majority of the people who get there and stay I mean, they're in the uh, south by southwest when a lot of fans come into Austin. A lot of artists come into Austin, you know, thinking that they're going to get their big break and they, they end up falling here to Texas Music Ranch. But uh, my uh, boss, the owner, Gino Cabasso, he's a veteran. He stayed and built this place by hand. Wow. Uh, you know, he's just able to run around and do the stuff that somebody has been developing their career and their, their place for 10 years, they're able to do. He helps every one of us. This place is built by musicians for musicians. So if you come, if you walk around this place and you need the help, um, and you want, you want, you know, just to feel love, or you just want to pick up an instrument and go be by yourself, you can find that here. Um, we have all types of killers here. And um, you know we're gonna continue to help do music, and we offer it to you guys as well. That's why we're working together because we want to heal and uh, show people how we heal. It's a, a place for them to go and to have a place to stay, and they can uh, help with uh, working and um, working there and get their feet on the ground and back up and going and have 
somebody to heal them along the way. I'm sorry, you you were breaking up a little bit. I was trying to explain to everybody that I'm couldn't. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, well, it, it just keeps breaking up in little little parts. I think it's saying that your network is a little low right now, but um, I, yeah, it was breaking up a little bit. I wanted to make sure that everybody could hear. These people do fantastic thing, y'all. Um, uh, the owner of this company, uh, he's a vet, and he works with lots of people, and he likes to give them a place uh, to heal with not only music, but love and all kinds of other um, things as well. That's just as amazing. I wanted to thank you so much, uh, Ja'Cory, for uh, all you do out there. That's just awesome. I've heard a lot from uh, Mandy and Loretta about it. Well, thank you, guys. I hope. I mean, we way out here in the country, so you know our our service is the best out here. But I do I do the best I can. I try to move around. I, I'm hearing you better now. You weren't cutting out just then, so that was pretty good. Awesome. Heck yeah, but I, the reason that I got y'all all on here together is because y'all all have been working your little asses off on this event. Um, I've been watching it just in awe how y'all been getting it all together and coming together. And Mandy, Loretta, y'all y'all let us know what's coming up. What do we got in store for us? Um, Jim, I'll, I'll just start with... Um, my name's Mandy, and I'm with CSCW. Is that breaking out? I can hear you. Does that sound? You can? Yeah. Okay. It sounded like it was breaking out on my end, so I didn't want to mess up. Okay. Um, I'm with CSCW, the Austin chapter, um, Texas Music Ranch, Walk for Change, Human Solution, Adopted Vet, Vet, Vet Meds Matter, and so many others to be announced. It is so exciting. Um, we are growing on a daily on a daily basis with such gratitude and seed. And now that we've all come together, we have made seeds for change. We have our first seeds for change event Saturday, March seventh, two thousand twenty. It's a free event. Come one, come all. They're introduced seeds for change. We will be feeding feeding the homeless at Texas Music Ranch and chatting about future plans. We are tired of living in a world where negativity and greed is king. Life, like so many other people we know and share our lives with, we have decided to do something about it. With the inspiration and help for Walk for Change, Seeds for Change will be hold, hosting Crave 420 weekend event, a weekend event, a hemp festival, eight, April 18th to the 20th. Um, Crave is an acronym standing for CSCW, Texas Music Ranch, all are welcome, vision, education, elevation event. With amazing in music, um, education on hemp, cannabis, and so much more. Yummy foods, great great community, and bring your loving spirit in your tent. Crave 420 is to support Walk for Change and others that are working hard to create a healing, loving world. Walk for Change is a group that's walking, riding, and biking from California to Washington, D.C., starting June 22, 2020, and then in Austin, July, and walking all the way across. And so Austin is their mid-stop, July 10th and 11th, in 20, uh, 2020. I don't like saying 2020, I think. Um, <laughs> after, they're going <laughs> uh, to arrive in Washington in October, and they will have many stops along the way. Uh, we all... 
we all are walking for different reasons, some, for, some toward the end of cannabis probation, prohibition, for our vets, the homeless, a cleaner world, human rights, and I am personally for a loving change in the world. There are so many reasons we are all fighting. We are tired of discussing questions. We are we already have answers to. For example, should we take care of our soul, water, air, humankind? Should we be able to use a plant as a medicine over pills? Of course, it's yes. We have the wisdom from our ancestors in the, in the beautiful technology of the future. If we could just stop fighting about it, we have really brilliant people in the world that want to help to do just that. And we want to help bring them together. We all want to have a safe place to live and healthy food to eat, clean water to drink, education and, and medical care. Why are these negotiable questions? This is enough for all of us. There's enough for all of us. If we would just work together and let's make it happen. So we're, we have created this event um, to try to pull pe people together. And what's pulled us together is Walk for Change. And when they come to Austin, we'd like to provide them with a place um, that's safe, and Texas, Texas Music Ranch has offered so graciously to welcome them in. And now we are trying to raise money to help take care of them while we're here, while they're here, um, from food and water to new shoes, because they'll walk straight through their souls. And the, and the reason we want to do that is because they're walking for such important reasons. It is time that we all get together and tell Washington it is time for a change. And that is what that is what we're pulling together with a 420 event um, to make it all happen. That is freaking amazing. That I mean, this whole this whole thing that y'all have come up with, it's amazing. It's all it's all to make money for the Walk for Change so that we can help them, the people to get through. Not only that, but we're helping Corey and the Texas Music Ranch, um, and they're doing great things with the community. So we're helping them do those great things too. They're trying to get a, what is it, a uh, uh, a garden, and this first Seed for Change launch is about that, right? And that's part of it. Um, we're going to, we will, um, we have so many things that we're planning, but our first steps are seeing a homeless that day and getting us together and um, talking about how everything's going to, you know, come together. And one of our goals is to build them a garden out there so they can provide fresh vegetables. Um, okay. And herbs for medicine also um, as they build the community out there. It's such an important step to be able to have fresh fresh fruits and vegetables. Right. Right. That's amazing. That's so uh, that's awesome. Corey, help me fill this in. I know I'm missing stuff. I'm sorry. I was just getting close to the door so I can open it and probably get <laughs> Okay. It's really the an honor. It's an honor to you. Okay, so what what we're doing on uh, hey, how you doing, man? What we're doing, what we're doing on on March seventh, the Seeds for Change event is is specifically engineered to let people know that hey, we got something going on here with the Walk for Change on four twenty. Uh, not just on 420, but we have we're hosting like a rest station for you guys to come here in July. Um, we're inviting uh, COCW to help to start up the communal garden, uh, which is in, in essence maybe an acre and a half of land uh, that would be purpose just for 
garden and marketplace here. Oh, wow. We want people to be able to bring um, donations of cannabis products, CBD products, here to the Texas Music Grants and say, hey, man, we'll give you guys this stuff so that you can help to get to your goal. Uh, we have somebody in place, uh, you know, Michelle Easterly. Uh, she, Easterday, I'm sorry. She doesn't like this. Easterday. <laughs> But Michelle Easterday, she's uh, in charge of the donations and, and merchandise, all of them. So if you come and you bring uh, a roll of socks, we'll be able to place that on Facebook Marketplace, place that on the website, and people will be purchased too. Awesome. That's great. Go right ahead, Bobby. So, hey, Jacory, how you doing? Uh, my name is Bobby Rodrigo, and I'm uh, the man behind the curtain. Uh, <laughs> when you mentioned the community garden, I wanted to comment on that. Uh, I'm part of an organization. I'm the, actually the lead financial principal of an organization called North American Food Farm, which is an, which is a, a, an umbrella where the Atlanta Food Farm, Houston Food Farm, Dallas Food Farm, and other areas, and we are all about urban farming and community farming and empowering communities with farming and uh, and we're also part of the walk for change as I am and I would love us to be involved in that garden farming aspect of what you're getting ready to do we would love it man we invite everybody to come here to this place my boss says if you leave to this place this Corona it can't be us. It's you. We we invite every type of healing, uh, anything that you like here, anything that you want to figure out here, you can come and, and find out. I mean, this is a no judge community. Um, we don't invite any type of violence or drug abuse here, of course, but we do invite you to come here and find yourself, you know, and, and figure out who you are. Um, we won't we won't kick you out. We won't judge you and say, hey you're weird or hey you're this you're that um uh, having a farm is a great thing there because putting your hands in the dirt is very very therapeutic yes. as yes. well yes. and and it's one of the things that we have been one of the parts of our advocacy is that as well we'd like people to get their hands in the dirt which is nice and and we just like to help i'm going to be there for south by southwest so physically so i'm going to make sure and uh come and spend some time there and, and talk about it and I'll get I'll, I'll let you know about the other people in the organization and we'll we'll connect everybody. Thank you very, very much. Cut down, cut down, and I'll cut down. Tell you what. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yep. Um, oh, I was just gonna say that example right there is exactly how the last two weeks have gone. I know it has seemed a little crazy. We've been just like all over the place, but it's like every time we think we're just gonna do a little thing right here, like we keep getting yeses. People are so excited about this. They're like, Oh yes, let's help, let's do what we can do this. And it is so exciting. <laughs> It is amazing. It's amazing all the stuff that's been coming together. It's a therapeutic, it's a therapeutic approach to it. I mean, it's, we named the event Seeds for Change because we're planting seeds for an event. Um, but it means so much more. Just, just like uh, uh, the brother behind the curtain said, it, it's very therapeutic to get your hands in the soil. And, and it's, it's one of the best things about this place. You actually get to see the seeds that you plant. 
um, when you get to see the things that you plant in the ground or the the things that you plant in your life grow, um, it's hard to be depressed because you know you got stuff you got stuff to be here for tomorrow. So that's exactly um, that's, that's really what the event is about because we know it's gonna be a tomorrow. That's that's four tiers to this event. So we have the uh, the March seventh Seed for Change event, and that's just you know we're gonna have the bands out here at the front stage. You'll be able to come and engage the community here. Um, we'll have vendors. We'll have everything that you that you want to have to entertain yourself on a night that like that. And you know you'll be able to get some great information and great education about uh, cannabis and the way it works. Um, and you'll meet the four people in this in this event process. There's a lot more people than I guess you see here because I only see Somebody. three people at a time. <laughs> If I swipe over, I mean, I guess there's seven people, six, uh, six people on the call that right now. But so many people that that are involved in this thing right now, uh, and it's just and the wheels are just turning. So we have the Voodoo Gross event, and that's the the weekend of the 13th and 14th of March. Um, that'll be the first week of South by Southwest. Um, CLCW will have a table during that event, so they can so people can come and get information about cannabis. Know, the laws that we have, so that you don't get in trouble. I mean, that's that's one big thing in, in this county. I mean, we have a lot of laws that are changing. So people just need to know right. that, hey, I can't ride around with this. I can't ride around with this. Or I shouldn't be doing this, or I should be doing that. So what should I do if I get pulled over? All of that stuff is important to know. So we feel like, uh, you know, you guys have the table at all of our events something that we should probably look at because, I mean, it's fun and it's informative at the same time. Um, right. Well, I know that we we are more than happy to do any event that we can get to with y'all because y'all have just been amazing to us, helping us coordinate this, these events so we could get it done um, at a reasonable price. And, uh, I mean, it, it's just all been great. It's all came together. And like Mandy said, it's just been yes, yes, yes. And it's because we believe it's a God thing. Like, all this is just coming together. And God's got his hand in it. So that's why everything just keeps falling into place. Because we're not having to try very hard. It's just coming. Because people are ready for the change. It's just keeping up with it, guys. Yeah. We're just trying to keep up with the blessings. No, that's a good, that's a good problem to have. Hell yeah. Cool deal. So when is this event for Seeds of Change? Um, do we want to talk about tickets today? Or um, we? I know we want to talk about your public access tomorrow. Uh, we have tomorrow on Austin Public Access TV. And it begins at 730. We'll have a little small window that we get to tell everybody about the Seeds for Change and um, what we're trying to create. Yeah, what we are creating, not trying, we are creating. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and we have um, a special announcement that we're going to throw off there. We have a special ticket that is our eco-friendly ticket. It will be. We really want to try to get everybody a chance to get it. So for eight for forty-eight hours, it will be our eco-friendly ticket. Bring a bus pool. Bring Uber. All of the rides, <laughs> and it will be eight dollars to get in for a one day. Oh, take a take a bike. Yes, take a bike. Yes, yes, that's with you that's limo, whatever, carpool, <laughs> whatever you got to do. Yeah, eco friendly day. I love that. 
And you are going to be coming to this event too, Chris? Yes, I am. For the 20th event, of course I am. Heck yeah, I can't wait to see you. I'll be there too. Yeah, I, I think Loretta's got a couch for me. Oh, always. She's always got a couch for no, anyone who wants it. <laughs> she takes care of all of it. Yeah. What I was going to say to the man behind the curtain, man, we got plenty of space here. You guys might want to think about saving some budgeting on, on lodging and, and come straight here, man. I mean, there's no better well, I'm, coming, I'm coming in to, to build you a farm, so yeah, I might just hang out, you know? Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll if be you here. Part, if you're a part of my core members' messages, you'll see. I get a lot of sleep at this place. <laughs> I like it. I got it. I kind of get, get more sleep here at this place than I do at home. So. Aww. Oh, hell yeah. Well, you're going to be able to feed people. I can tell you that right now because we're going we're gonna to hook that right up. That's the marvelous situation you got there. And you might as well not have to go to the store for the food. You might as well have it right there. That's, That's awesome. Great. It is beautiful. Thank you so much. The, Thank you. We have the busiest store in the nation right around the corner from here. It's the busiest, it's, it's the busiest store in the nation. And, uh, and, I mean, it's tough. We have to spend money there. I mean, we got to spend money where the busiest, uh, one of the busiest uh, merchandise in, in the nation. And it will be a lot easier if we didn't have to buy food from there. You know, we started off not having to buy food from there. Uh, we, we, we have maybe 30 to 40 people here, and most of the people here pay rent. Uh, but a lot of people live, I mean, work to live. Uh, and that's, that's one thing that, you know, that strikes me because I, I go home and I got kids and, and, and you know, and I want people to feel as if this is their home and I come and I intrude on it every day, you know? I don't want them to feel like, hey, this guy comes here and he gets to go home every day. And, and I've heard that. Now I hear that I match that with, hey, man, you guys are giving me something more than – what people have who gets to work and, and express themselves music, musically in, in the same place, you know, where, where they get to do some of the great things that I get to do here. Um, it, I, I mean, my boss is one of the best people that you can work for because he gives you the room to work. He doesn't say, hey, you know, every day. He doesn't tap you your back every day. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen Gino in three days. Uh, uh, um, at the end of the day, he trusts me and he gives me the room to, to work and be a better person because he believes in me. And, uh, and that's a great thing. That's that's great marvelous. Thing. When we were down in, I, went, I did, I do disaster relief. And when Harvey happened, we mobilized to Harvey. And the first thing we did for the, for the refugees was we built farms everywhere. We put farms and, you know, at churches and community centers so people would have in 30 days, they would have food, you know, lettuce coming out of the ground. It's a great thing, and, and it's empowering, and you don't have to go, you know, they can take care of themselves, and they don't have to go to the store and buy their vegetables, and, and, it, and it, it'll be all the time. It'll be all year round. It'll be it's a beautiful thing. Hell yeah. That's that out. Yeah, we, uh, one thing, well, I did, I did uh, hurricane relief there at Harvey as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we say, we, we, we skipped Houston. Everybody was going to Houston. We went to Beaumont, which was 45.51%. You must have seen me because I was, I, I was from Corpus Christi to Magnolia. And, and uh, I, 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 we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> we need to 
Yeah, I got a public storage full of full of um, you know, all types of stuff still. Um, but what I was saying is that one one thing that we found out is that uh, wellness healing is one one big thing uh, that we need to start pushing more in the communities like sound um, all these different healings, and that's what we we're trying to invite in these you know especially in the uh, the July event we want them to come here and be able to you know get their muscles taken care of their spasming and then you know go and get some sound some sound healing. You've been on the streets, you might have been getting passed by 18 wheelers, or you might just want to get away from the sound of the hustle and bustle of, of the walk. Uh, you can get some sound and vibration healing. We want you to have every different aspect of that here. Uh, so, you know, that's why the, the 420 event is so important because we want we want you guys to come here. We want you to engage and fill the space, but we also need you to spin the chain so we can get the place ready for uh, for the July event. Heck, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be a great – I've been watching it all come together. Okay, okay, Bobby. All right. Thank you, Bobby, for your help. Yeah, that man is amazing, y'all. He does all our background work. Whatever he does to get this going and on all these Facebook, li- I mean, he goes live from like 10 or 11 different pages. So I don't know how he does it. He just does his magic. He's, Bobby's a magic man behind the curtain. <laughs> I, just heard, I just heard his extra voice. Yeah, right. Looking for <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Chris? I know you've been sitting there patiently waiting. Just being okay today. <laughs> been okay today. Well, yeah, I just got a lot going on. Today. I understand that. I'll keep you in my prayers, and if you ever need to talk, we're always here. The fam's here for you. Yeah, it's just acting right now. So, and then they will give me the now, so I got to go somewhere away. So I figured. I might as well go to Austin, Texas, and charge them for hotel stay. <laughs> yes, you should. I agree with that. Texas <laughs> loves Mr. Chris Chambers. I <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome here anytime, honey. No, I you. Same with here. My house is open all the time, too. So anytime anybody, uh, any of our family is around, you know, that's what we do. COCW opens our couch to them so they don't have to stay in a motel and spend all that money and this is the best family <laughs> <laughs> heck yeah well, I'm to take y'all up on that soon because Mandy and Loretta can tell y'all I need a vacation <laughs> Dallas Texas over at Fort, I'm in the Fort Worth Dallas area so if you're ever in this area you always got a place but I'm legal. <laughs> yeah, he's legal. You don't get that here, but it's still a smoke-friendly house. So. I'm gonna go, hey, man, Chris. No, no offense, no offense, Candace, but I want to go with Chris and them for a little while. I agree. Uh, I do too. I do too, Decoria. No oh, offense no, taken at all. Everything there is beautiful. It's <laughs> just beautiful. Chris took me on the tour, and I just so loved it. The sand in my soul was in the beat. I could. I got room. We got floors, don't we? It was an amazing, amazing trip to go out there and see Chris and spend some time in his neighborhood. And I was real blessed to be able to have the opportunity to be awesome. in that state with that beautiful man. Yeah, he's a great guy. He does a lot for veterans, y'all. He's a vet himself. Do you have anything going on right now? Any uh, taking up funds? Anything going on for vet meds? 
I'm still trying to get my driver's license back. And, you know, this is the one thing I never really understood about the uh, oath that we took. They, they, they told me to look at it very carefully. It says forever and withholding. <laughs> I am forever under my oath to the United States whenever they want me, and they can do whatever they want. So here I am thinking I had a driver's license. And I go to get them renewed, and the Department of Motor Vehicles tells me, no, sir, you can't get a driver's license to be eight for the hold on you. What? And I said, when? And they go, well, let's see. And they look back, and they go, well, approximately about five and a half, six years ago, they suspended your license. And I go, for what? And they go, well, you're on two or more openings, weren't you? Or aren't you? And I said, no, I'm not. And they go, well, you need to get it cleared by the VA because they stipulate that anything over two opaques or any type of a drug that has any opaques in it, like even if you have surgery and have fentanyl and then you get Vicodin, that's two. You're not allowed to drive. Oh, wow. They took them away because they knew this was going to be long-term medication. So they say, okay, he's no longer – and I never knew this. That's you know, messed you know, up. From DMV, I never got a letter from the VA, so I could have been out there and considered to me as purposely allowing me to be a criminal by driving, allowing me to drive around without a license, and nobody tells you until you go to renew something. Yeah. So that tells me our government still has complete control of this veteran. They, they do. They got their hand in control and everything. It's so sad. The and it is, it's it's putting you in a situation where you may get, go to jail because you can't pay a ticket you didn't even know you had. You didn't even know you didn't have a license. Yeah. And then for me to try to prove I have one to go to DMV, uh, they're, they're going to say, no, they got suspended by the VA. The government suspended your license. That's so weird. But that would mean no matter what state I went to, there would be a federal hold on my driver's license. So it wasn't just California. It was a federal hold to any state. And that's how much power they have over a statute. I decided uh, about two days ago I was going to talk to some of the homeless down here. You know how many of the homeless veterans don't have driver's license because they've been suspended? It's, a, it's amazing. I didn't even know that. No, none of us did, I don't think. We need to let people know about this. That's not right. No, it's not, and they don't know why their license were suspended because the doctors at the VA, one mental health is giving you one psych med, the other one's giving you a narcotic med, and they say, well, there's two meds. You can't drive no more, but you're under the influence and read the bottle. You know, so they take them away, and they can legally do that. So how many of us veterans are running around out there without our driver's license? Right. Unknowingly. Yeah. Now, for me to get back my driver's license, I have to go through a full physical. I had to go through uh, the autometrist. I had to go through mental health. I had to go through new, uh, neurology. I had to go through orthopedic. And my last one was cardiology. I have to pass every one of those tests. Otherwise, you don't get your license back. And how many people can afford to go through all of those steps to do all that? Not, not many. Well, see, that, I'm a veteran, so our medical care is free. So well, that's good. So 
this is taking me two months now. I thought I could go in to sign a piece of paper. I, you know, I'm a cannabis user. You guys got me documented that CBDs and TACs helping work on me. So I stopped all 18 different meds. I was on 19. I got to admit, I'm on only one, a high blood pressure pill. And that's the only one I take. And, uh, you know, so they've known this for years. It's been documented five years ago I started cannabis treatment. But yet they still take them away. That's messed now, up. I've got to fight to get them back. And yeah, they they let people with prescription meds and, and with drinking and everything else um, be responsible drivers. Like, if don't drink and drive. Don't do this if you can't drive. You know what I mean? They let them be responsible in that. They're not just taking them away. So just because you smoke cannabis, they shouldn't be just taking your freaking driver's license away. Well, I just got an email from this uh, lady. I don't know. Uh, she's from Facebook, but she's not a friend of mine. She sent me a request for a long story. Her husband's a veteran, and he made a phone call to the Veterans Crisis Center. When the Veterans Crisis Center, in turn, called the police department on it, because he was just getting loud in the house. The police came in and arrested him for a, a noise disturbance and also a possible assault to his wife. He is now being, he's now in a psych ward, locked up in the, in the same asylum by the county, not by DA, but by the county. DA won't release him until he's cleared by that hospital. And she wants to know what I can do to help him. I, oh my God. They just took him, took him and locked him up. Took him and locked him up because he was too loud. And he's a Vietnam veteran. He's 69 years old. Uh, and she's like losing it, saying, I, I need help. Right. He phone call for help because he was losing his mind a little bit. Well, he's got PTSD. He's going to lose his mind. It doesn't mean he's crazy and he's be locked up like that. Now he's locked up in some insane asylum. He's been there now for nine days, she said. Nine, nine days. That is horrible. Supposed to be seventy-two hour observations of why they're nine days. And this is what's And what does that teach about asking for help? Right. Pardon? She's saying I was just saying that line is supposed to be for them to be able to ask for help. It's not not for them to put them in jail. Well, I had the same situation with that. And I think Loretta remembers this, that um, everybody was saying Happy Memorial Day, Happy Memorial Day. Well, it got to me, and it, it, it's not a happy day to me, okay? It's a sad day. These, these soldiers dying. But everybody's saying Happy Memorial Day. Right. I, I ended up calling the crisis line in anger. My PTSD went off. I started yelling at them. There's a knock on my door. While I'm talking to them, they called the San Jose PD. They literally said, I, I refuse to be handcuffed. They were arresting me. What the I called hotline. I am a safety issue now. Why? Well, sir, you're a combat. So we have to do it for the public safety to take you in. Well, luckily, my doctor, uh, Benjamin, who I knew at VA, became that same hospital's director. And I was only in there for four hours. Because he said, no, there's nothing wrong with Chris. Right. He's just saying, everybody's saying happy. The word happy memorial day. It's not a happy day to him. Right. 
He was in that war. He saw people die. Right. It's not a happy day. No, it's not a happy day. That's what he had to go through and be humiliated, stripped, searched, coughed, bend over, do that whole nine yards, and then be put in a psych ward, sit down in a box cell for no reason until he comes in and says, that, yeah, the guy is clear. Oh, my God. The humiliation that that suicide hotline, what they, they are major creators. I, I swear, they want you to cause trouble. I'll tell you, it's stories just like those, stories just like you tell us. That is why we're walking. That's why we are walking, y'all. It's, there's, there's story after story of the government just has too much hold on people. Like, we've let it happen. We got lazy and let the government kind of take over. But we have to stand up and we have to fight for these rights. That is wrong. He should not be having to go through that. Somebody calls a suicide hotline. They're asking for help. They're not asking you to fucking bust in their door. And yeah, and the cops say, well, we're helping you. And you say, no, you're not. I won't call the cops anymore because, and this is why, because I don't want to call the cops thinking that somebody might be in my backyard and then they get shot because all they were doing was crossing through. I fuck all that. <laughs> That's why I wanted to start the adopt a veteran because. I think that there's a misconception about the homeless veterans that, um, you know, that homelessness right now is being described, the people of homelessness are being described as like sub- subhuman. Right. And the problem never has been the lack of housing. The problem is a mental health crisis. Yes, yes. We have a mental health crisis on our hands, and until we can get these men housed, they are not going to be able to, to readjust and right. reclaim their lives. So that's why I started the Adopted Veteran with the hopes of building homes for these veterans so that they don't have to have such a hardcore mental crisis um, on the streets. They they serve to protect us. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I commend you on that, Loretta. That's just great. I love what you're doing with Adopted Vet. I love what he's doing with Vet Meds Matter. Everybody's just got, oh, we're coming together, y'all. We're taking care of our community. That's what we should be doing. When things go wrong, we need to figure out how to fix it, not just sit there and say, oh, well, I'll pray it away. And right. <laughs> they put on TV. Yeah. Neither over finances and religion. That's all it is, finances and religion. Right. You read the finances, and then we have religious course now, yeah, back in the old days, you know, in the Bible. Yeah. Christian soldiers, and they were supposed to be harmony and peace and all that. Yes, they went out and killed villagers. Yep, yep, Jeff, that's true, that's true. It, it's not a fair thing just because I don't see things in their way that things can't be compromised. Exactly. And, and, and both sides are happy. That's, yes. That's how it's happening. Right. Be free. Now, now we start taking our, you know, that's like when I got my medical marijuana card, I knock on the door, you know, four days later, Mr. Chambers. Do you happen to have any weapons in your house? And he said, why? They go, well, don't you have a medical marijuana card? And I said, well, yes, I do. They go, well, you're not allowed to have possession of any weapons in That's your house. That's bullshit, too. And he said, oh, wait, wait, just a minute. And I went to go, he goes, no, you can close the door. How do I know you're not going to go get a gun and shoot me? And I go, you really think I fought for this country to come and shoot a law enforcement officer? When I was already a federal court officer, you're crazy. I walked in and grabbed my medical papers and I tore them up. I go, now you have no probable cause. I don't have a medical marijuana card. 
goodbye. Right. And they left. Because I know I'm not medically. That's fine. wrong because they shouldn't be taking your gun away. There's people that take Xanax and there's people that drink and they're allowed to have their gun. They're yeah. allowed to be responsible with them. But if yeah, you smoke cannabis. What do they think? All of us Vietnam veterans smoked marijuana while we were over there shooting people? Right. Right. <laughs> they were they were drugging us. Yes. Cocaine and everything else they were giving y'all. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we have officers of the law on opioid medication. Yes, and they got guns. Yes. It's ridiculous to bend a plant from our veterans. It's just ridiculous. I'm. It's ridiculous. I can't believe we're having to fight this long and this hard for this natural plant that heals the earth. Any textile we can think of, it can make. It heals our bodies, our minds, our souls. I just don't understand. I see our law enforcement as the new gang and new criminals of America, to tell you the truth. Right. They can get by with anything. They can walk into your house and take whatever they want. They can eat your food out of your refrigerator. They're the old gang. They're the, oh, hey, man, look, they're the old gang and old criminals. The, they, started, they started the criminals. They started the gangs. And, you know, they... It just sucks that they have the sway in the, in the way and all of the stuff. But, I mean, we're doing all of these things to make sure that people are aware of it. Because the problem is that people aren't aware right. of our story. They're not aware of the stuff that, that we go through because it's hidden. Uh, a friend of mine, <laughs> he got shot 13, 13, 13, 13 times by the police. Oh, my God. He shot his finger off and uh, shot his nose off, and he lived. And uh, and they tried to stifle the information because never uh, there has there been a situation in Texas where you know the police shot somebody so much and was wrong about it, uh, and and the guy lived. So I mean they they covered and I was posting about it on Facebook and every time I posted about it they would block my Facebook for months and and weeks. Oh my God! Um, hey, there's a lot of there's a, a lot of stuff that I mean people put, don't have voices. So um, shows and broadcasts like this are are very important because people don't have a voice and uh, they need to be represented somehow. I totally agree with you. Yes, that's that's the whole reason I gave this uh, this show a shot was I wanted to get people out there that use cannabis so we could let other people see the faces like the. I'm not just a stoner sitting on my couch not doing nothing. You know, we're doctors, we're lawyers, we're nurses, we're VAs, we're veterans, we're 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 all these different people. And I wanted people to see the different faces of cannabis. They're not. The government has been lying to y'all, and we wanted to show people that and ha- let them have a voice and let them tell their story. This is the face of a audience. <laughs> We are talking about the police officers. I would like to um, encourage the Austin police station. They are stopping training because they're completely redoing their educational training for you to become a cop. And um, okay, I will. Yeah, so there's a very cool thing about that. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, very no, cool please tell me that. more. A friend of mine, Chaz, Chaz Moore, uh, he's, a, he's the executive director and founder 
of the Austin Justice Coalition, and we sat in in the uh, in City Hall until we uh, had them push back a no vote to the police union contract, which proposed 80 million more bucks to a police uh, fascism that was shooting uh, shooting uh, African American male every summer. So that that's a cool thing, man. That you know those things are happening now. Uh, the decriminalization of marijuana, the decriminalization and of ticketable offenses, um, you know, um, we sat for a long time, and I spoke on the dais at, in front of City Hall, uh, which scared the living daylights out of me for for these things that you guys are doing now. So I'm sorry for interrupting, but oh no, no, you're not. Don't be sorry. That's what this is about. You know, I want. Thank you for letting us know that, and thank you for fighting for that. We are working. Um, towards things, and things are happening. I know it feels so overwhelming. 